Hey bro, what's up? My name is Jeff Seats and I'm the creator of Bro Let's Talk. Here on Bro Let's Talk, we have cultivated a safe space for men to be vulnerable, honest, and open about the things that they go through on a daily basis. We will have special guests. We will have topics discussed that we can't normally discuss anywhere else. We're excited to have you on this journey with us. So, Bro Let's Talk. What's up, everybody? This is Jeff Seats just coming on real quick to thank you all for tuning in every single week. This year, we plan to add a lot of different things to Bro Let's Talk as we grow. So with that being said, the first thing that we're adding is business sponsorships. What's that mean for you? That means that if you have a business and you want to promote it, you can pay to have your business promoted on every single episode that we put out there. How do you do that? All you have to do is email bro let's talk one at gmail.com and we'll take it from there with you. Okay, let's get back into the show. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, welcome back to another episode of you know where you're at, bro. Let's talk. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for being here. If you're a returning listener, I am so happy to have you here. Um, I'm so happy to be on this journey of healing with you. I'm so happy that you're choosing to join me every single week or every single time I post these um, these pod episodes. I have not been on an episode by myself in the last four episodes. So this is my first time in about two weeks. And I am excited about it, although I loved my last guest. Um, I had three guests, Kamar Reed, Mercedes Hurt and Jordan Simmons. If you have not listened to those pods yet, you need to. I am compelling you to listen to those before you listen to these. So press pause, go out of here and go listen to the other ones first and then come back to this one. OK, um, what's been up with you guys? I, I don't know. We're in a new year. It's cold. It's very cold. A lot of people are getting sick. So I hope that you're staying warm. I hope that you are going out as less as possible. Um, I hope you're taking care of them kids, keeping them safe and warm because it's a lot of stuff going on around here. It's a lot of viruses and stuff going on. So keep them warm, keep them safe, keep them, keep them uh, whatever, you know, just be a good parent out here in these streets. OK, <laughs> um, I have had a great start of to the year. I have been slowly working, which is very, very rare for me. Um, but usually in January, I'm pretty slow with business, um, especially after the first of January. I kind of slow down until mid January in January. So I have been enjoying my time uh, just taking it slow, rejuvenating and trying to get all of my energy back to go full throttle um, come February 1st. Um, I'm also preparing for my book release. So if you don't follow me on social media, um, you are hearing it here. Um, I am releasing a cookbook. So I am preparing for that. 
preparing for some other big things that are happening. I have a very, very busy spring and summer. So I'm just trying to chill for real, for real and not overwork myself, um, get my health together, keep my health together and all of that. Because in the wintertime, we seem to want to gain weight and let it pack on and stuff like that. And we should really be trying to get our summer bodies together. But somehow that just never works. So pray for me and I'm going to pray for y'all. Okay. Um, but yeah, now that we got through that, I really want to get into this. Um, I have a good topic. I have no notes today because I'm kind of just going fresh off the dome. Um, it's a very transparent episode. So I usually don't like to make these too long, especially when it's just about me and when I'm by myself. Um, but we are talking about coming out. I posted a tweet last night or the night before where I was very transparent about it. Um, the tweet read transparently. And this is going off the top of my head because I'm not looking at it, but transparently um, about a year or so ago, probably a year and a half, two years ago, um, sex controlled my mind and I my mind was full of lustful acts. So I had to detox my Twitter account. I had to detox what I was looking at. I had to detox who I was talking to, what I was doing, what I was watching, what I was reading, all of these different things. So the tweet obviously is only 140 characters, but in a nutshell, it was saying that and it was saying how we are not ready to have that conversation. And it got a lot of responses. Now, the responses were not all good. Some people wanted to jump down my throat, which you can you know, understand. We have content creators. We have people that that are in that line of work and do, you know, their thing. So, of course, they have something to say about it. Um, my tweet was very personal. It was a transparent post that I was tweeting about myself. And a lot of people related with me. A lot of people supported what I was saying. Now, one thing about social media is you have to have tough skin. It would be great if everybody um, agreed with you. But it's nine times out of 10 not going to happen. So you have to be ready for that backlash. You have to be ready for people to come at your neck, at your throat and dog you. You know, people will literally go back years and years ago, dig up stuff about you just to say, oh, did you feel this way when you tweeted that? And I hate that. Um, but. The reason I wanted to talk about it is because it got so much backlash um, or responses, and I feel like it's a conversation that we needed to have. So let me break it down. When I said a year and a half ago, maybe two, two, let's just say two years ago, um, I, I l let me be clear. I am a father of an eight-year-old. Um, I've been married. I've had I've been in a couple of relationships. I have my child out of wedlock, so I am not a virgin. Let me just clear that up right now. I am not new to the sex life. I'm not new to um, to a lot of things. And transparently, um, 
in my younger years, I was a promiscuous type of person. So I've experienced a lot of things. I've seen a lot of things. And, and you know, it one day will be a part of my testimony. But um, I'm not new to those things. You know, um, I've done dating sites. I've done I've done a lot of different stuff. <laughs> so um, let me make that clear. I am not glossing that over. I am not making it seem like it never happened because it happened. Um and transparently, I lost my virginity when I was young. So it happened and um, we're here now and I am 27. So <laughs> we've grown up, you know, um, but I say that to say that I've been experienced too. I've had experience with sexual things for a very long time and I never really felt like it controlled me until I started to see it often, all the time. Like I get and and let me be clear, Twitter is only the the algorithm of Twitter is only what you who you follow. So if you follow a, a porn star, if you follow a content creator, if you follow somebody that retweets uh, porn content and stuff like that, it's going to be on your timeline. So you kind of have to navigate through who you want to follow in order to not see certain things or to see certain things. If you want to see Bible verses, you got to follow somebody who, you know, is into that and stuff like that. So it's 100% my fault. <laughs> 100% my fault, but I never thought that it would be, um, I never thought that it would be controlling like it was. Um, let me break it down. A year and a half ago, two years, um, I had just gotten back into drawing back to God. I was trying to cut off ties with old lifestyles and old things that I was doing, um, whether it was constant sex or whether it was drinking, smoking, clubbing and stuff like that, I was transitioning out of that. But it was it was very hard for me um, and like I, very, very hard because I was not ready to do it. That's just the honest to God truth. I, I was not ready to give any of that up. Um, but I felt that God was calling me to give it up. I felt like there was a greater purpose for my life. And I felt like I needed, I had an influence. I had a, a place that God wanted me to go, but I couldn't take certain things with me, right? Okay, so just follow me as I tell this story. Um, so that was a couple years ago. And so it, it's kind of like that place where you're growing out of something, but you're still, it, it's still lingering, it's still on you. And while I was in, the club scene or bar scene or whatever scene, that lifestyle of being grown. Of course, I followed a whole bunch of people. Um, I followed creators. I followed people that followed creators. I, you know, networked with creators. I did a lot of different things um, social media wise, especially because at that time, that was the type of attention that I wanted and I was seeking um, from those people 
to build my career go further because if I can attach my name to this person with all of these followers, then I can get there and I can do this and I can do that. But um, it didn't work that way. Let me be clear. It didn't work. Um, but that that was kind of like where I was going. The more and more I started to realize it was just sex everywhere, like porn everywhere to where it started to get like a normal thing. Like you can't even open your uh you can't open your your Twitter in the barber chair. The thing people say is barbers are looking at your phone when they're cutting your hair. So you open your phone and there's porn there and your barber sees it. So it's kind of embarrassing. It's a laughing type of thing, but it's very serious. And that just goes to show how much it was, how accessible it was. Now we're all grown. We all have access to what we want to watch and what we want to see. However, um, while I was making this transition, while I was shedding some of the things off of me that I felt that God was wanting me to shed, um, I was working through sex issues, um, not necessarily being addicted to it, to it, but but craving it so much. Um, and I, and I understand that a lot of people one one side of the spectrum, people are going to say, well, we're natural, you know, we're human beings. It's natural, blah, 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 blah. Then the other side with my church people, y'all going to say, you know, you got to kill that. You got to die, kill it, die every single day. You know, I know both sides. Um, and I know sometimes flesh is going to win. And, and now this is the first time I've ever saying this to anybody, but it is it is absolutely true. Um, I then noticed that it started to control me like I was sexualizing things. Sex was on my mind. I, I was wanting to do it all the time. I was doing this. I was doing that. It, I just became very lustful and very. Um, very, very obsessed with the 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 thought of sexual acts. Um, I became even more promiscuous. I became um, just daring and stuff like that. So this this is not a, a, a thing that just started, but it's something that kind of got worse because. It was so accessible. It was so in my face. It was always there. So what I had to do was detox my Twitter because my my mindset started to be different. Um, I got to the point where I thought about OnlyFans. I got to the point where you know, I want to do this. I want to do that um, with my partner at the time. I want to do all of these different things. And it, it was just not me. It, it became somebody totally different. I had never seen myself as such, such a sexualized person who was um, all about sex. And um, I got to that point. And I don't know when the change happened. I, I can't say that I did it myself, but and, and I will only say that it was God that that did it for me. I started to detox my Twitter. And, and when I say detox, I just mean unfollowing people that I was putting that content on my page. 
um, on my timeline. Again, it's nobody's fault. It's not their fault. It's not, it's not the creator's fault. It is strictly what I choose to see. It's strictly what I choose to put in front of myself. Um, if you listen to the wrong things enough, it'll get inside your mind. If you watch the wrong things enough, it will literally pierce your brain. Um, and then that's what you'll start to see um, people for. You'll start to sexualize people. You'll start to strip people down before you even get done with the first date and everything will become about sex. So I had to start stripping it away, um, unfollowing, muting, doing these things and doing that um, and really get to the bottom of what the issue was, because the issue was not Twitter porn. The issue was not uh, this person on TV. The, the, the issue was none of those things. It was myself. It was a battle that I was having within trying to figure out where the deeper root of the issue came from because it had always been there but it was just showing out a little more because i'm grown and i'm able to act on these actions and i'm able to do this and you know in this culture we hype up sex so much it's not even valued like it should be um because we live in a world with so many creators and so uh many porn stars and 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 you know sex on the first date is like we're grown so it is what it is and it's not sacred like it used to be um or like it's supposed to be in my opinion and biblically but um it's not sacred like that anymore so that's where my mind had been and it had been like that for a long time like a long time even with me with me changing my habits um trying to change my habits years ago um those thoughts would just come back and i really had to go back to where that first started now, if you f have followed this podcast from the beginning, my first episode, you you will understand that the sex, the sexual part of my life, I was introduced to that at a very, very young age. Six years old, I started to partake in sexual acts and stuff like that. So that spirit that was attached to me um, that sexual promiscuous whatever you want to label it spirit that was attached to me had had been placed there since six and i never ever ever went back to deal with that why why do you feed into sex so much why do you want to um why is that something that craves an appetite for you and and outside of just being a man and outside of just being uh, a natural human being because we all you know have urges and stuff like that but why has it become almost an addiction for you why has it become something that you don't want to go out without a day or, or two days of it why is that and and when i started to do that work um and this wasn't even through therapy you know, I talk about therapy all the time, but this was not even a conversation I've had with my therapist. It was a, a self conversation because to be honest with you, it was an embarrassing conversation that I didn't I did not want to tell anybody about. But 
the reason that I had to come and talk about it out loud was because when I tweeted that the other night, I realized that I was not in the same boat. And I realized that there's other people that need somebody like me to speak up and have a voice for them when they get silenced. Because like I said, people will fight you. They will come against you. They will belittle you when you tell your opinion or your side of the story um, with how things affect you. And some people do not have enough balls to stand up against that and say, I said what I said. So it was at that moment when I seen the responses and the feedback and even the DMs that I was getting regarding this tweet that I was like, okay, God, maybe this is something that I need to speak on. Maybe this is something that is going to help somebody else because it's not the Twitter porn. It's not that porn. It's not this person. It's not that person. It's something in you that is addicted to that. It's something in you that needs to figure out why you want to do this and want to have sex constantly and want to go here and go to sex parties and do this with that person and do that with people you don't even know. It's something in you that you have to discover. And when you start to discover that, you get to the root of the issue, right? Okay. So let me back up a little bit because I started going fast. Now, something you need to know about me, anytime I start going fast, it's like a something's taking over me. So <laughs> sometimes, you know, I get to go in because I be feeling something and and it, and and it really it starts to make sense. It starts to click in my head um, as to why my life is lining up how it is. Okay, I live in a world. We live in a world, but my world specifically, where if this person has sex with me, that means they like me. Um. If this person has sex with me, if I if I can get this person to give me some, I mean something to them. There's value in me. There's something that they want from me. Yeah. So that's pretty deep, right? And a lot of people have that going on and, and we don't even realize it. Um, a lot of people's sex addictions, a lot of people's um, constant need for sexual interactions are connected to insecurities. Now, this is not for everybody. If it doesn't apply for you, I'm not talking to you. And I really, I don't, I don't want you to backlash, have backlash for me if it doesn't apply for you. Okay. And on Twitter, they were saying it's not an addiction if it doesn't make you late for work. It's not an addiction if it if it um does it make you not be able to take care of your kids. It's not an addiction if it's and although that may be true for some, for for others it's not. And an issue to you may not be an issue to me and vice versa. And for me, I know what my issues are and I know what the, what kind of control I want to have over my life and I know that two or two or three years ago, I did not have full control over my life. Um, and I was told this by who I was with, that I was all about sex. And I didn't see it as like, I saw it as, well, we're supposed to have sex. We're supposed to do this. We're supposed to. But the way that I made it sex or nothing was the problem. Now, you know, I try to. 
I, you know, trying to live different, but I have definitely changed in the in in my thought process. I've definitely changed in the way that I handle myself, the way that I give myself up to people because I'm worth it. I'm worth so much more. My body is worth so much more. My body is a temple. Um, my body is everything, and who I give myself to should be my spouse who I give myself to should be somebody worth getting me and I feel like all my life I have given myself to the wrong people I have given parts of me to other people and sometimes that's why we're so broken so messed up so uh discombobulated so mind boggled because so many people have had different parts of us so many people have been um so many people have gotten to experience what was only meant for our spouse um and yes i still believe in sex in marriage um i i definitely believe in that and no i did not follow those rules i had a baby out of wedlock like i said um but I, I'm so thankful for my babe, my, my little baby. She's a blessing to me. She's always going to be a blessing. The blessing is, is in the child. I really think that if we dive deeper into this conversation, when you think about sex, porn, masturbation, stuff like that, those are usually just... Um, Sex with random people, sex with people that don't mean nothing. Let me be clear. But um, those are usually just coping mechanisms to something that's deeper. I was listening to a podcast. Um, it's called In the Basement by Tim Ross. And he often shares his testimony of how he was touched, molested at a younger age. And he got into um, masturbation. Now, for him, when he was touched, he was touched by a boy. Um, and this is why I tell people everybody's story is different. When he was touched, um, he was molested. He turned into being um, very promiscuous, but with women not with men it was women for him so he was he became a very sexual person with women he started to watch porn he started to masturbate all the time and so when he tells his testimony he talks about how the porn and the masturbation and stuff like that was never he was never doing it to get off quote unquote he was doing it to cure something that was hungry inside of him and i'm paraphrasing but something that needed more from him um, inside of him. And so when I relate that to sex, I relate that in the way of laying down with someone just to feel their energy and feel like just for um, 30 minutes, <laughs> 30 minutes to an hour or so, um, that you're loved and that you're meaningful to somebody. And so what that goes back to is where did you miss that love at in your childhood or, or where did that love get cut off to where now you're searching for love in other places with other people? Where, it, where, where did the disconnect come from? And 
I really got into that really, really deep. And I started to think like I prayed about it. I'm like, God, is there a connection here? What's going on? Why is this like this? Why um, am I finding myself being such a, a, a sexual creature like yeah. And I would brag about it. I would be like, yeah, you know, I'm that guy and all of these other things. And it's just like, I don't feel like I was made. I wasn't made for that. I wasn't made in that image. And it started to become ugly to me. It started to become disgusting to me. It started to make me feel gross, like ill. You know, I started to dislike myself in the way of giving myself to people or, you know, letting people have an act, have access to me um, that didn't deserve me or that I was not married to or whatever the case is, because my mindset started to change. I started to break through the root and I still am to this day. Um, let me make that clear. Healing is a journey. Breakthroughs are a journey. Um, getting to the root of things are it, it's a journey. And it's not going to happen overnight. But I want to be very clear as my topic is I'm coming out. Anything that happened to me at a young age, anything that I lacked, anything that had a hold on me um, that's not supposed to be there. I may not be 100% out of it, but I'm walking out of it day by day. And I'm walking out of it day by day by um, diving deep to and, and getting to know what that issue really is. Facing the issue every single day. It's a, it's a day. It's a process. Stripping. I was just telling my sister this. Stripping is a process. Um Jesus stripping you, God stripping you, you stripping yourself. Um, it's a process because there's so many layers. Mind you, six to 27. How many years is that? You are stripping away. Pro, uh, you're stripping away layers upon layers upon layers that have been there for years and things that you've learned and things that you've seen and things that you've gone through and things that have happened to you, things that you've done to other people. You have to get rid of all of those things. So have some grace within yourself, on yourself, because it's not going to be easy. But anything that you want to unlearn, it is possible. Somebody tweeted and said, this has been me since I was younger. It is what it is. And I'm just like, I really wanted to dive into that, but on Twitter, I just don't have the capacity to argue and I don't have the capacity to show people that I'm being genuine with conversations like this one. Um, so I just left it alone, but I hate that. I hate that because if it's something that's taken over your mind, taken over your body, you can get away from that. You can come out of that. Anything is possible. And I always tell people, if we believe that God is powerful, we, 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 we don't give him enough credit when we don't believe that he can do stuff. So if you're saying that this is who I am, I've always been this way, 
he was actually talking about sex. But um, if you're if you're in, in any situation, no matter what word you want to replace that with, if if you feel like I've been this way all my life, but it's something I don't want to be stuck in. It's it's not a place I want to to be mentally. It's affecting my child. It's affecting my wife. It's affecting my husband. It's it's doing these things to my life that I don't want to. If you believe that you serve a God that is all powerful. You're selling him short when you're saying that he cannot bring you out of that. So I want to encourage somebody today to understand and know that anything that you're trapped in mentally, physically, emotionally, you can come out of it. You can come out of it. You have to reprogram yourself. You have to reprogram your mind. You have to reprogram your body because your body's going to do what your mind is telling it to do. So if you're mental your mind is always on sex, 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 sex. You're going to be horny. You're going to want to do it. You're going to do this. You're going to look at everybody in a sexual manner. You got to put your mind elsewhere. You got to put your mind into better things. You got to if you pray, I hope you pray. But if you don't, I want to encourage you to. But if that's not your thing, do what you do best to meditate, read a book, whatever takes your mind off of doing that thing that you don't want to do anymore. If it becomes an entrapment, get out of it. If it becomes something that you cannot control and then it becomes an, ad an addiction, get help. I understand that it's not easy. I understand that some people need to go to clinics. Some people need to, to go to therapy. Some people need to go on a 60-day watch. But whatever you need to do to break the curse that's on your life, in that way, do it, right? That's all I have for today. And um, again, this is no shade to anybody that's doing anything that they want to do. This is specifically for people that feel trapped by certain things, whether it's alcohol, smoking, um, drugs, no matter what it is. First step, get help. Talk to somebody. Be honest. Because for me, for a very long time, I never told anybody how I was feeling, the sexual urges that I was having. I still have never told anyone that. Um, you know, me and God, that's my best friend. So we be chit-chatting, right? But um, because I did not tell anybody, I, I stayed trapped in it. And it wasn't until I tweeted what I tweeted that it kind of broke off of me. And that's so crazy. Not it broke off of me as if I've, you know, just been having sex with random people. That's not what I'm saying. But um, the silence broke because I was dealing with it by myself for a long time and I, I was suppressing it and I was not talking to anybody about it. But when I tweeted what I tweeted and it, and it went how it went, I'm like, oh, OK, God. I can talk about this out loud. I can tell somebody else because I guarantee you there's nothing that you're going through that somebody else isn't dealing with as well. They may not label it the same way you do. They may not say it's the same thing that you do, but they may understand exactly where you are. Open your mouth. Tell somebody, talk to somebody. And truthfully, it doesn't always have to be somebody at church. I know I, I church a lot. I speak about church a lot. But create a relationship with God for yourself to where you can go to God and talk to him and tell him how you're feeling. Talk to your best friend. Talk to your your uh, a cousin or somebody that you know can handle the capacity of what you're about to tell them. Get help for it if you feel that it's an issue and come out of it. Don't be trapped 
mentally and anything that's not good for you. You personally is who I'm talking to because this was a personal thing for me. Over-sexualizing, watching porn or Twitter porn or this, that, and the third, it wasn't good for my mental. It affected me in so many different ways. And I had to come out of it. I had to keep coming out of it day by day by day. And if I if I get on Twitter and I see something uh, that somebody retweeted, oh, I got to go unfollow them. Oh, I got to do this. If it comes across and it's messing with my mind, I got to unfollow them. Everything has to be new because my mind is set on something new. So everything in my path, everything in my eyesight, everything in my ears, everything in my direction, it has to be new in order for me to come out. Right. Okay. Well, I said I was going to make it short and that's as short as I can make it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I pray that something that was said encouraged you, helped you or gave you an insight to something that is going on within yourself. Until next time, make sure that you are following and subscribe to us on all social media sites. Okay. Stay blessed. Stay encouraged. And until next time, have a good one.